think um, the real question you have to ask yourself, Devoth, is are you ready to lead a genocide? Uh, I don't know about a genocide. I'm definitely feeling kind of purgy, though. Hear that, Tom? That's Everybody can cast oh Make Whole Days. <laughs> Fuck you. It's diminishing before <laughs> my <laughs> eyes. Yeah, I'm we becoming the best. The <laughs> Yeah, baby! Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. How's it going, everybody? Pretty good. Not too bad. Feeling pretty wealthy. As you yeah. should be. In character, not in real life. I'm fucking broke no, in real de- life. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> not, definitely not in real life. Well, I think we all need to become pirates. <laughs> I mean, so far, there have been literally zero consequences for this. And we're just True. making money. Okay, so speaking of money, you guys just got a shit ton of treasure from Poor Defenseless Fishing Village number two. Yeah. yeah, take that, scrubs. That'll they teach you. Monster gorilla. They were far from <laughs> that gorilla. Had a family. Not anymore. That's why well, I said. No, I mean, it might still have a family. A family. Yeah. family still exists. You need to go back and finish Super the job. Orphaned. So you guys are on your way to Sanghor. Sanghor is pretty cool because it's a really, really big city. It's a metropolis-sized city. So the thing with metropolis-sized cities, if you're using the random magic items rule, which we are, is. There are no random minor magic items. They're just all available. But if someone in your group actually made the investment of taking the Black Market Connections Rogue Talent, that gets even better. And all medium magic items are available. The only randomized thing are the major magic items. And there's even more randomized major magic items. So basically, you guys are heading to Sangor, and you'll be able to buy pretty much anything that is expected of 5th level characters. Uh, Welcome to my world, so. gentlemen. <laughs> Each drink and be merry. Spend all your money with my friends. So you're on your way to Sangor, and it takes about a day and a half. You've got to go way south. You get to like the southern point of a peninsula in the uh, the Turwa Uplands, which is a a very heavy wilderness area of the Mwagi Expanse. After sailing south for about a day and a half, you sail east. And you enter the Bay of Sanghor. The buzzing metropolis sits on the southern bank of the bay. The northern bank, though, displays a grim sight. Rubble and ruins of a long-dead city. Its walls pulled down, buildings destroyed, and even the boulder-filled harbor is unapproachable. Sanghor's harbor, though, is an architectural masterpiece. Clearly able to withstand both the constant threat of violent storms spinning off from the Eye of Ebendago, as well as a naval assault of a massive scale. Several dozen ships, clearly marked as Sanghor's navy ships, can be seen throughout the harbor. So, you sail in, you uh, you dock at a pier, and you enter the city. Right off the piers is a massive marketplace, and it's clean and organized. Guards dressed in distinctive black and scarlet uniforms can be seen keeping a close eye on the goings-on. You guys would know that Sanghor is no stranger to pirates. Besides Port Peril, it's the single biggest port city in the area. So any pirates in the Fever Sea, sometimes even the Shackles, who are looking for you know, the, that niche item that they're not going to be able to find anywhere else, they might just go to Sanghor. But one thing Sanghor doesn't tolerate is slavery. Not that that really affects you guys. They're not fans of piracy in their waters, but as long as you don't do it while you're there, they pretty much... Don't give a fuck what you're about. It's like being gay in the army used to be. Exactly. I think we're going to get along well in this place. Yeah, Yeah. it seems like my kind of place. The thing with slavery, though, is like, so they're so intolerant of it. Like, 
they'll like turn away ships from certain nations that are known to practice slavery just on the principle of you may be affiliated with slave traders. So they're like super, uh, uh, super radical when it comes to that. But aside from that, radical, gnarly. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I think I'm still on board. I think. Oh, totally. Yeah, like lemon. (laughs) Lemon is okay with that kind of thought. Yeah, like I said, the slave trading doesn't really affect you guys. It's just uh, (laughs) it's just in your uh, your pamphlet notes for uh, welcome to Sanghor. (laughs) Okay, so uh, you guys are in Sanghor. What are you gonna do? Right. Buy some stuff. Talk to the Mass Brotherhood. Okay. So first things first. Um, gonna go ahead and give out one piece of plunder to the crew as their pay. So that, that drops us from five to four. And then I would think I'd like to spend two days here uh, selling off two more pieces of plunder and maybe building up a little infamy in the process. And we can sell off all this random junk that we've been stealing from these helpless villages. all right so the random junk you guys can just liquidate no questions asked just sell it at half price bada bing bada boom perfect uh the plunder same deal uh one day one point of plunder to sell metropolises we've got a bit of a higher uh sell maximum for plunder yes so the base sale for a piece of plunder is a thousand gold and the dc to increase the sale is 10 plus 10 per 10 percent with a max of 140 percent so so if you guys rolled well enough you could be selling each point of plunder for 1400 instead of a thousand yeah so i was going to use my intimidate like we did in blood cove so if i could get some intimidation assist rolls from the four of you that would be much appreciated yeah i'm gonna roll now just a dc 10 to assist nine shield what'd you get well the key is does this role really matter? So I rolled a 19 plus 4 is 23. <laughs> <laughs> well said, sir. Thank you. You're very self-aware. So I got a plus 2 for mass shields. Nothing from Manny so far. Uh, Scram, what did you get? Nothing valuable you got enough. effort from Manny. <laughs> 4. Okay, so so far I've got one success. I see your effort, Scram. Don't listen to Bath. He's cranky today. 20. 20 from Lemon, so I got a plus 4 added on to my plus 13, so we got a total of a plus 17 to whatever I roll. And that is a 7, and 17 is 24, so we're adding 20%, so the first one sells for 1,200 gold. Woo! All right. Nice, nice. I'll take that. Hey, you guys want to make an infamy check now? Indeed. That's more Intimidates, right? Well, let's see. Uh, Lemon, what... What do you have for, um, like, a diplomacy or a bluff? Or intimidate, what's your highest one? I, my highest is bluff, by far. Okay, and what yeah. is it? A 12. Okay. My intimidate's a 13, so we're probably better off going with that. Well, my bluff is a 4 compared to my intimidate, which is a 0. That's a good factor. Just, like, just how many people fat. are capable of <laughs> consistently getting the assist? All right, so we will we'll do bluff, and we'll do it to assist Lemon, who will be telling stories of us. <laughs> Alright, so we're rolling bluff. Yep. Ha. I assist with a natural one. See? I assist with a 15. What's your total? My ass- total is a 12. I oh, assist with a natural 20. <laughs> oh my god. Looks like bluff's the I, way to go. I don't assist. So that's still a plus 6 to Lemon's bluff? Yeah. Alright, let's do this. Plus 18. Get that 34, gentlemen. Nice. Oh. 
<laughs> For gaining infamy, the DC is 25, because it's 15 plus double the average party level, which is 5. Oh, uh, you only beat it by 9. We beat the DC by 5 or more, so our infamy goes up by 2. So that brings you guys to 10 nice. infamy, right? That brings us to 10. What is that? Um, despicable? Every infamy threshold gives you guys like an, like an honorary pirate title. He's like despicable, notorious. We are disgraceful. The disgraceful, Devoth's disgraceful pirates. Also, when you get to that first I threshold, like you need to choose a port to be your favored port. And I believe you get a bonus to your uh, infamy checks in, while in that port. Ooh. <laughs> Let's do blood cove. No, we're not I was doing thinking blood it too. <laughs> I was thinking it too. We really left a mark there. <laughs> like, I what mean. a slap in the face of the consortium too. Like, I mean, this port sounds pretty dope. Yeah, having, having a metropolis as our home port sounds pretty good for now. Sanghor is our port of call for now. Plus, we, we really do share their values. Like, I think it'll be a, a good relationship. <laughs> okay, now for day two. Yeah, let's get all of our obligatory rolls out of the way. Yeah. So go ahead and make another uh, plund- uh, sell-, sell your plunder yep. check. So I need intimidation assists from everyone. Uh, 19 again, plus 4. Nope. 10. I did it. <laughs> 7. That helps, right? 15. It does not. Ooh. All right, so I'm at a plus 6, a total of plus 19 to my roll. And I rolled an 8. That gives us a 27, which I believe is roughly the same as last time. Yeah, it's still below 30, so it's another 1,200 gold. Nice. Tight. All right, now another uh, infamy check. No. And now, so. and this is going to be assisting Lemon's Bluff. I missed it. Missed it. Seven. Oof. I passed it with flying colors. 14. So you got a plus four. Let's see what we get. Mm, that 35. Ooh. 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 Roll the 19. Yeah, the 19. So that feels good. That's another three infamy. And you guys wow. are already maxed out for your infamy to be gained in Senghor. Oh, man. Yo, uh, real quick, from a RP perspective here, Yeah. essentially what I'm hearing is we murdered a couple of fishing villages, and then we came in here to tell our tales, and we had the bluffer do it. So his bluffs of murdering fishing villages? like. <laughs> well, those fishing villages were, it turns out they were like a bunch of slaving fishing villages. So everyone in oh, Senghor is like, yeah, the those guys... Oh. They swept in and they they put an end to that those evil fishing slavers. Well, you know what? While Alex is taking a call, now seems like a good time to go over what we bought. So we'll start with uh, Manny. What did you What did you buy? So I bought a mithril chain shirt plus one. I currently had just a chain shirt. Effectively, what that did was it increased the dexterity penalty from. A max of plus four to a max of plus six. Nice. And then I comboed that with a belt of plus two dexterity to increase my dexterity by plus one, since I just increased the maximum amount I could have by an additional two. Yeah, so basically what that did was it turned my dex into 21, which is a five in the modifier. (laughs) It increased my AC to 22, and then it affected all the dexterity abilities by increasing them by one. Oh, and it increased my ability to hit by one, so all my attacks went up by plus one to attack. And plus one to damage, if you're within the range increment. Uh, yeah, you're right, because they're at plus ten damage now. <laughs> Good lord. I'm going to hit you for, for a d12, and then add ten damage just flat on top of it. 
<laughs> I mean, that's what I'm doing with my power attack. So, yeah. yeah. I'm doing what you're doing with, uh, you know, boom, But boom. at range. All right, Lemon, what'd you get? I got a plus two mithril chain shirt. Oh, where'd you get that idea from? Oh, I think it was you and Matt. It was seemed cooperative. It was it was not me. It was all Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It was I like was me going Matt, make me strong, please. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I did. Verbatim. Matt, make my AC higher. <laughs> uh, which is good because while I don't ha- I wasn't too close to the uh max dex penalty it's nice that i have a lot of breathing room because i am to be focusing on my decks as well makes sense so yeah um sporting that which is nice and then i i also got myself a very nice aquatic cummer button (laughs) it uh gives me a plus four to my swim checks which are good because i have a penalty to those and it lets me take a 10 in bad conditions or if i'm in a fight stressed out yeah really that's That's really cool sweet yeah, so I have a nice, like, I have a, a pretty good, oh shit, base 19 roll. Get me out of trouble, because I'm pretty bad at swimming. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, that's really good. That's way <laughs> yeah. better than my swim. It was a little expensive, but I'm I'm pretty happy with it. And also, I get to wear a cummerbund. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it Just... sounds like a flotation device. You that's know? what I said. <laughs> I, I, he's got, he's got I, a little I, rubber ducky tube. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, when, I, when I'm when i rolling that automatic 10, you folks know that I pulled the little button where there's a little ripcord. I pull it and it just inflates to a nice, like, Rab. powder blue ducky. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt Shield, have you done any shopping yet? I have done shopping, but only for the masked intern. And I've essentially outfitted him as a present <laughs> so from the masked shield. You know, we gave him the club, and now he has been outfitted as an actual person. Also, Axel wrote up his stats, so it makes sense for him to be a whole person. Very nice. All right. Well, what I did is I went through, and I bought myself a Ring of Protection plus one. I upped the enchantment on my breastplate from a plus one to a plus two. Is plus two the one where you get to do something? Yeah, like but I just, I just took the straight plus two because I wanted the AC oh. bonus. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I also got myself a Cloak of Resistance plus one to boost all my saving throws a little bit. And then I bought a couple of level two bard scrolls to keep on my Ooh. pneumonic vestments because I can I can cast oh. spells with that once a day without using the scroll. That's smart. Yeah, that's Nice. What scrolls cool. did you get? I got a scroll of invisibility and a scroll of mirror image. Oh, baller. That is pretty tasty. So I figure I got like one in the left pocket, one in the right, so I can just kind of like slap a pocket when I need it. Yeah, you know what this feels like? It feels like those bosses we fight, like the ship captains, always got like some fucking move they do. Now you have like that same thing built into you. All right, so with the infamy and plunder selling checks out of the way, you guys have basically two days to yourselves in Sanghor. Did anyone have anything they wanted to do while in the city? Did we want to stay an extra day to try to snag another two infamy? Honestly, I'm okay. I want to get back to the pirate life. I want to start looking for Mancatcher Cove, and I would like to uh, find ourselves our own little base of operations that we can use. Somewhere we can go and call our own. We should probably try and gather some information Respectable. on Mancatcher Cove before we leave. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. You guys can do that. Try to beat the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone doing that can give me a diplomacy check to gather information. 25 for Devoth. 25 for Lemon. Woo! Is there I'm a really local there library? Uh, yeah. You can go to the library instead of gather information. You can make a uh, knowledge local or knowledge history check if you want. You antisocial bastard. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 20 for uh, okay. knowledge local. 
All right, so uh, those gathering information. Through your efforts, you learn the legend of Mancatcher Cove, and it starts with a free captain named Cyrus Wolf. He was a legendary pirate from nearly a century ago who had an equally legendary proclivity for dark magic. His name struck fear into the hearts of hundreds of captains and crews. His fleet even successfully raided the fortified Thuvian port of Aspenthar, which is a metropolis-sized city in the inner sea, midday, leaving a dozen warships in flames and hundreds of citizens carried off as captives for ransom. Well, shit. He was offered the hurricane crown by his fellow free captains, but laughed in their faces. After three decades of being a baller and plundering trade vessels, <laughs> he retired after netting his biggest haul yet, capturing a convoy of Katapeshi treasure ships returning from secret mine holdings on the coast of southern Garund. He split his considerable hoard into unknown numbers of hidden caches around and outside the shackles. While most of these caches have since been discovered and plundered, it's said that the most valuable portion is still hidden on an island known only by name, Mancatcher Cove. Now, that's what you all uh, learn from gathering information. Scram, who hit the books, has got a little bit more history on Mancatcher Cove itself, still related to Cyrus Wolf. So you read, you, you get the cliff notes on Cyrus Wolf, not quite uh, all those details, but as far as Mancatcher Cove is concerned, it's said that he employed his sorcerous powers to reach into the pits of hell itself and summon forth a fiendish guardian to protect this particular treasure hoard. Shortly after he did this, he was captured by a flotilla of ships commissioned by the Queen of Aspenthar and the Pact Masters of Katapesh and hanged. Over the years, many maps of Mancatcher Cove have surfaced, and would-be plunderers have followed them to the island, only to never return. In recent years, it's believed that no maps yet remain of the fabled island. And that's all the information you guys uncover about Mancatcher Cove. Damn. Well, like, we, we took some fishing villages, so... <laughs> We're ready. So, um, Devoth... While you guys are out gathering information about Mancatcher Cove, you happen by a bulletin board in the city. Okay. And on it, you see a wanted poster. (laughs) On the wanted poster, you see a very well-illustrated depiction of Isabella Inkskin Locke. Oh. Oh. Um, Does it say what she's wanted for? Nope, but you can ask around. What is there a reward listed? It's just wanted Isabella Inkskin Locke. Or wanted this pirate, who I obviously know is Isabella. It says, like, uh, for more details, see the constable. But there's no, like, actual information. I'll Wait. go right to see the constable, then. I'll go with him. Real All quick, right. is this, like, guarded or, like, kind of just out? Am I able to take, uh, uh, to vandalize this sign? I'm assuming this is one of many signs, but I don't see why you yeah, how many? <laughs> how many signs are there? Can I keep an eye out for the signs? It's a gigantic city, uh, so you can probably safely assume that this isn't the only bulletin board. Well, I'm going to try and alter this sign to say bruv at the end. <laughs> really sow some chaos. Isabella Inkskin Lock bruv. Yeah. Okay. W- wanted bruv. Yeah, wanted bruv. That's and, and you okay. were worried that this thing was guarded from someone writing bruv? <laughs> well, I just want to make sure I don't get caught. Imagine the implications. What's the penalty for that? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to pay him, though. Tell me if I need All to right. make a roll. Otherwise, that's happening, and that's happening to every other one I see. Okay. Nobody stops you from writing bruv on the wanted posters. All right, so, Devoth, you go to the constable. I do. Uh, did you want me to go yeah, along? Yeah, I, went, I that... went with him. That's up to you guys. I don't know if you were doing other... I said I came. Like, I don't know All if right. you had other stuff you wanted to do, but I know we're here to 
you know, we're here to look for info on Mancatcher Cove, and if I'm finding this, I'm going to try. I go it down. with you guys to make sure. Okay, you know, quartermaster might be helpful. All right, so the constable says, "Yeah, she was, she was here about two weeks ago. She murdered a a bunch of people at a tavern, and killed a bunch of guards on her way out, and then left." Oh, that sounds like us. Do you know who the men that she murdered was? Were? Well, yeah, they work for me. They used to. <laughs> the people that she killed in the tavern, I didn't really know any of them personally. Do we have any inkling as to why? You can go talk to the innkeeper. She was there. She was like the only person that didn't that didn't die. That sounds like our next spot. Well, thank you, Constable. Anytime. As you were. You guys aren't pirates, are you? Of course not. No. Good. So you follow his directions to the uh, local Arcane Marks Tavern, and the innkeeper kind of stands out because... The left half of her face is, like, really badly burned. Beyond that, uh, she looks like she used to be a pretty, a very pretty young woman. I'll start by, I'll go up to the bar and pop down on a stool and order a, order a mead. I'll follow. You order your drinks, she prepares them and uh, gets them to you. As she's kind of setting them down, I'll start chatting her up a little bit, just, uh, so, uh, I'm not to uh, bring up a harsh memory or anything, but I heard there was quite the commotion in here a couple of weeks back. She kind of like reflexively puts her hand up to her her face, and she puts it puts her hand down. Uh, she says, "Yeah, you could say that." Yeah, I uh, saw the wanted poster. We just talked to the the constable about the the bitch that did it. Do you have any any idea as to why she did that? We've no idea. I'd seen her come in a few times before. Never really stood out besides the fact she was half naked covered in tattoos and blue so she stood out quite a lot but if you're just going by her behavior she was one of the more mild-mannered uh patrons but uh yeah one day she was ordering a drink and she just suddenly lost her mind started shrieking he's dead they took it there's lightning everywhere burned half the people in here alive and she drew her sword and cut down the rest she's in a hurry to leave i think the only reason she didn't kill me was i wasn't in between her and the door the city guards heard all the commotion. She killed quite a few on her way back to her ship, uh, but that's the last I heard of her. Do you know if she like was talking to anybody different than her normal, or would, I know it's one person among many, but uh, was she carousing with people that she didn't normally talk to? Again, I'd only seen her a few times, so I didn't really have any tabs on who her usual bar friends were. But if anyone at the time, she was talking to me. She was ordering a drink, and she's kind of. It, it was like. It's like she heard something I couldn't. That's when she started. She started losing her mind, going crazy. She just shouted, "He's dead!" They took it over and over again. All right. Well, I wish you the best of luck. It seems you got this place up and running again pretty well. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna let some bitch of a pirate interrupt the business that I've built here. <laughs> here, here. All um, this time I've been uh, nodding thoughtfully, and uh, as they wrap this up, I'm gonna point at her. You know, like a you there, and I'm gonna point at the mask. And I'm going to say, you should think about wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, my God. She says, you should think about leaving. Oh. I nod yeah. thoughtfully. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Get back to the ship. Axel, I'm going to make a perception check while the oh, is talking to her. I imagine things are still, like, kind of busted up and shit and see if, like, maybe anything was missed. A clue, maybe. Sure. And I'll uh, I'll finish my beer and I'll I'll escort the mass shield back. <laughs> okay, that's, that's a good idea. What? The only thing that you really see that stands out, uh, like it looks like all the furniture is relatively new. The place has been, you know, brought back to more or less 
working order, but you do see in a couple different places on the walls what look like burn marks, like the impact of a of like a lightning bolt where it hit the wall and just kind of dispersed through the wood. Can I go inspect them? Get a better look? Sure. So you get a closer look and and there's really not much more information you can glean. You know, you can just see like like the the burn mark trails where the energy kind of like dispersed in multiple directions after it hit the wood beams. That's pretty much it. Okay. Well, we've got uh I guess a minor clue. Somebody died and that royally made her crazy. And something um, was taken. That, I hope it wasn't uh that egg we took. Ooh, that would be amazing. Work out on that? Shield. I don't think so. Two weeks ago? You guys were out at sea, not yet arrived at Blood Cove two weeks ago. Yeah, because, like, and that's when honestly, that's, that probably is pretty soon around when we got that egg. Hold on. Time out. We got to go have a conversation not by this innkeeper. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, I, oh, don't well, mind me. I was me. already escorted away. <laughs> yeah, I'm already, we're already outside. Right. Right? Yeah, well, well, We let's... actually didn't go far. We're just waiting outside. <laughs> Unless you had somewhere to go, Matt. No, I don't. Let's not forget that this free captain, she came up to me asking for our help. Well, okay. First off, I just want to ask this. Does anyone else have any more business to do while we're in Sanghor? No. No. Okay. Just Mass Brotherhood nope. stuff, but that's behind the scenes. Okay. So, no. So, I figured at this point, we can all head back to the ship and, you know, prepare to shove off the next morning. And we can figure out this stuff as we're as we're getting ready to sail. Let's have uh, an officers meeting tonight <laughs> while Shield is doing his mass brotherhood thing. That's perfect actually. <laughs> All right. So we're we're done in Sanghor. Let's let's have this conversation. Let's figure this out. So this happened 2 weeks ago and they took something. This is a woman who cl- is claiming to be a newly minted captain of the shackles when she came to see us. And she didn't come to you. That and she's claiming to be newly minted from the shackles, but she met us in Blood Cove from Sanghor. She must have gone to Blood Cove right from after like killing a bunch of people. Also, I didn't tell you this, but when we were fighting Chichiro, she came walking I up saw her. the side. Oh, did you? I didn't see her walking up the side, but I we were standing next to her when we threw Chichiro's body over the balcony. So like she how did she even know? I mean, she claimed to just know our us. reputation, but yeah, we but, hadn't even killed dude, any fishing villages yet. We didn't even know we were <clears throat> going to be fighting Chichu. I mean, we had an idea, but we didn't know. How did she even know we were going to see him? Contact like, we didn't right? even think about it, but like she just showed up there to help us out when we needed it. Yeah. I like, hate getting helped. I thought you were doing Brotherhood stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're not even there, Shield. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Close that window. I'm just saying it's, it's kind of odd, right? It's almost like... She needs us, and she's been watching us, and we got herself into trouble, so she needed to protect us. All that off of, like, one or two circumstances? I mean, they're kind of unusual circumstances. Maybe she had some other business going on with uh, Sichiro that she just happened to walk in on us. Wait a minute. The guy that handed us the box with the egg, wasn't he an aquatic elf? No. He was a human? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. I just thought like that. That would have been like click. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what were the of things a... that were attacking it? The Sahuagin, which they took it, could mean she was talking <laughs> about the Sahuagin. Like, oh my god, they finally have it or something. If it is at all possible that the aquatic egg is what she responded to, maybe we should have it checked out by someone in the city here. 
I don't think we're ever going to be, be able to find somebody that's going to definitively be able to say yes. For 100%, I know what this is. Yeah. I know one way you guys can do that. And that's Throw the it point. in the water. <laughs> I'm but curious. to be honest with you, that might have been how she found out that we're the ones that had it. We had the consortium yeah. look at it, and they would immediately start putting out feelers and stuff. That, and if this is what she was looking for, then, like, she would have known right away that it didn't get used. Because if she thought the Sehuagin took it, they would have immediately used it. The fact it, that there was no giant shark roaming around now, means she knew the Sehuagin didn't keep it. And now that so I think she, about it, she first showed up after we did that. It was like the next day she came up and approached me. It was the day after we talked to the consortium? Yeah, I think so. Manny, it's a very fishy timeline. Manny, that. give me an intelligence check. Oh. Yeah, I'm really intelligent. Oh, he rolls a Holy 19 shit. on the die. Woo! <laughs> nice. Nice. As you guys are talking about the circumstances leading up to meeting Isabella, and then the meeting itself, one thing she said to you, Manny, suddenly kind of like flows through your memory. It was as she was leaving, almost as an afterthought, she like stopped, turned back around, and said, that's an unusual necklace. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she did. She commented on the <coughs> necklace that you took from the Sahuagans that oh. were trying to take the egg. That's right. I forgot I had that necklace. What does that necklace do? We, we don't know. Cool. We don't know. But it looks cool, yeah. Out. yeah. It's not magical, and you guys haven't found any use for it, but it does that's look cool. Right. That would also this... explain why she went up to you and not me, because you were wearing yeah. the necklace. She might think, might have thought at first I was the captain. Feels like we just solved the conspiracy. Or, or got even more conspiracy. <laughs> well, that. not you. Well, not me, but... <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I was the first, uh, the first to key in on it. Very keen, hmm. I am. Well, so then in that case, maybe we should uh, look more into this necklace. It might have some connection to the egg or something along those lines or something more important with uh, our new uh, elf friend. I think we need to... I mean, she's clearly powerful and it would be nice to have her as an ally. And I'd like to find a treasure hoard at Mancatcher's Cove. How well do you think their uh, hidden compartment there, Devoth, is going to hold up? What hidden compartment? (laughs) Let's not play dumb. We all know somewhere in here you've probably got something set up no, seriously, we don't have a hidden compartment. I've just got it, like, stuffed in the right bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was a pretty spooky uh, officer meeting. Yeah, we're going to have to be on, on the lookout for Isabella here because we now know that she's dangerous, and we suspect we might know what she's after and, and that she probably poss- she probably believes that we have it. And there's the possibility that she doesn't even give a shit about Mancatcher's Cove. She just wants to get us out there and then attack us. Yeah. Take it. Uh, Devoth? Yes, Lemon? I think we should consider finding a better place to stow the egg. Did you have some place in mind? No. Just <laughs> the desire to maybe have it somewhere safe <coughs> away. Well, if you think of some place safer than in my cabin, then, uh, you let me know. You know what we should have invested in? A bag of holding. Because <laughs> ah, that, that would keep the egg in a spot that's not going to get wet. <laughs> How much are those? I don't know. I know there's like four different types. Uh, one, two, three, four, and the higher number has like more space. Yep. Clutch of holding, purse of holding. There's also the handy Clutch haversack. The handy haversack is two thousand. Yep. That's the holding. best. 
A type one bag of holding is twenty five hundred. Type one bag of holding weighs fifteen pounds, can carry up to two hundred and fifty pounds and or thirty cubic feet. Alright, so final question. Scram, are you going to buy a supportable hole? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bag of holding. Portable hole would be way too expensive. Don't feel obligated to. I'm just asking because you're the only one with enough money for it. Actually, There's Shield might be able money. to. How much is the level two? <laughs> 5,000. Level two is 5,000. It weighs 25 pounds, and it can hold 500 pounds and or 70 cubic feet. It's double the weight, more than double the volume. Turn to Devoth. I think the level two would be more worth it at this point if we're going for somewhere with a lot of loot. <clears throat> if you're willing to spend it, then by all means... All right, so Scram has a bag of holding type 2, and we'll put the box with the Gargulavo egg in the bag of holding. Sweet. Cool. All right. Now, with that out of the way, I think our next move should be, uh, <clears throat> I think we should say, make sale for Tidewater Rock. Well, real quick, I think I recall her saying that she knew where this place was. If she's after that necklace, maybe we can come up with some sort of trade, quote unquote. Um, I don't think she's after the necklace. Yeah. yeah. And if and when we come across her again, we can deal with that. But I'd, I'd rather not waste our time just searching the seas for her. You know the seas are a pretty big place. So my, my thought is I think we should <sighs> sail for Tidewater Rock. I From agree. everything that I've heard, it's... Uh, it should make a good base of operations for us. Someplace we could come back to to be safe. And supposedly it's a good luck charm for whoever controls it. All right, so in the morning we sail for Tidewater Rock. Okay. So you spend two days at Sanghor, and you set sail for Tidewater Rock. Uh, it takes you about two days to get there. Tidewater Rock is one of the southernmost islands of the Shackles. So you have officially left the Fever Sea and are now back... In the shackles, you arrive at Tidewater Rock. A fortified, 70-foot-tall tower rises like a solid block from the sea at the southern edge of this two-mile-long island. Inside the quarter-mile-wide harbor, the pounding surf rolls around its base and partially covers the steps that lead up to its front gate. Arrow slits pierce its walls here and there, and a single shuttered window opens high upon the face of the fortress. A roof of metal shingles rises from its battlements, where sentries keep lookout, and siege weapons stand ready on corner turrets. The island itself is almost entirely surrounded by rough shingle and gravel beaches. There's no direction you could approach this island from that wouldn't be easily observed by even the most inattentive sentry. Oh, I was under the impression it was, like, abandoned. That wasn't by accident. Yeah, you haven't really heard uh, anything about people actually living there. Uh, well, it makes sense that someone controls it if it's good luck to control it. Like, that's what yeah, we're that's trying true. to do. It does make sense that someone's here. So, yeah, we'll sail in, and Devoth is a little put off that someone beat us here. Is there a ship in the harbor? There is not. Oh. All right. Then I am definitely going to leave most of the crew on the ship in case they need to defend it by someone coming back. Okay. So, you guys can... Proceed however you want, but there are three general stratagems for uh, taking possession of Tidewater Rock. The first is Devoth's favorite by force. The second is through an alliance, whoever these people are. You know, maybe they're not above uh, coming to an agreement and 
sharing the island or just Did you forget who continuing you to, to live here while you guys take primary ownership? Or the third is, I guess the the first, uh, but it's like you would like sneak sneak on with like the guise of let's share the island, and then you would like turn on them and kill them all. Yeah, and anywhere in between, you guys can proceed however you want. I'm just letting you know, just going in and killing everybody isn't the only way the book expects you to do this. All right, so you guys sail your ship into the harbor. Yeah, I'll leave most of the crew behind. I will just take the party. <laughs> So, yeah. Manny, Lemon, Scram, right and there. Mass Shield. Yes. And I feel like I should take one more. The Mass Intern. You guys think? Mahim. Mahim. We haven't, we haven't I mean, let Mahim get some. I mean, I figured I- Mass Intern was coming with you anyway. I figured he was oh, just okay. part of the deal. My thought was definitely either Mahim or Sandera. The angry guy. Yeah. And we always oh, take Sandera. Sandera out. Poor Mahim has been nothing but a... a <laughs> he just wants to be part of the, the inner circle so bad. No, you know what? Let's take let's take Mahim with us. We've yes. been holding Mahim back for too long. Okay, so we'll leave Sandera in charge of the ship, you know, just taking care of it and for defensive purposes if need be. The five of us, Mast Intern and Mahim, will row ashore. <laughs> okay, so so you're approaching the uh the front gate. As far as you can tell, it's the only way in. Uh the steps to the front gate just literally go right down into the water. Okay. As you're approaching, one of the guards on the battlements on the roof raises an alarm oh the front gate opens and (laughs) that's just what you do in a raise an alarm alert alert (laughs) alert open the door well you haven't haven't (laughs) i think someone might be you haven't shown okay you haven't (laughs) sorry that just tickled me (laughs) you haven't shown any signs of hostility yet um fireball (laughs) so the door opens and two people step out and they close it behind themselves one is a woman who looks like she would have been a rare beauty in her in her prime, but in her middle years she's filled out and her big bone frame has left her a handsome if rough edged woman. The other is an aged looking soldier. Uh, he's got a handlebar mustache and his uh, receding hairline goes up to his slick backed hair, salt and pepper hair. I'm gonna oh, excuse me. Sorry. The door doesn't open. Those The two people I just described uh, appear on the battlements, looking over the edge. And the woman speaks. She says, I am Lady Agasta Smithy. Who are you, and what business have you on Tidewater Rock? Good day, Lady Smithy. You have the honor of being in the presence of Captain Devoth Songcleaver of the Mascador. And I gesture toward the ship. We come to Tidewater Rock, honestly a little confused. We were under the impression and told by several reliable sources that it was uninhabited. She kind of scoffs. She looks a little little miffed. She says, well, your, your sources aren't as reliable as you thought, for myself and my garrison have been present on this rock for many a year. Sense motive. Sure. I'd also make that sense motive. Likewise. Oh, there you go. Natural 31. Oh, Tavoth. Taking my wind out of me. I also had a natural 20. Oh. <laughs> I'll let him have that. Yeah, I'll let him have it, too. Oh. Oh, yeah, kind of thanks for allowing me to keep my natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's like a 27. Like it's Very good, Tom. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Just a 20. <laughs> your, your natural 20 is just a 20? <laughs> it's just a 20. <laughs> all less exciting all of a sudden. <laughs> 
She doesn't seem to be lying. She says, uh, perhaps your informants are remembering my husband, Bertram Smithy, who was a renowned free captain of the Shackles, for he met an untimely demise at the Eye of Abendago. But I have held his charge here ever since. Can we do a knowledge history or local to recognize that name? Sure. 20. 20. 24. Okay, so Devoth, Scram, and Lemon. You have all heard of Captain Bertram Smithy. He was an owner of Tidewater Rock. Would have been about five or six years ago that uh, Captain Bertram perished at the Eye of Abendago. Okay. You know, he was... Uh, he was involved in some naval battle uh, at the northern northern end of the shackles, but you can't really remember about what. Okay. As I recall, lady, that was quite a few years back. How have you kept yourselves fed and, well, alive all these years? This time she kind of smirks. Seems uh, You can see like the pride that this woman has is kind of like shining through. She says... My retainers and garrison are quite capable of taking care of of this castle. We have plenty of means to eke out a living here without the need of outside help. It's one of the reasons why this is such a famous locale, yet we've held it all these years. Now, it's this seems like such a promising spot, but yet no uh, ambitious pirates have come to take it from you and claim it as their own. How did that happen? That is not true at all. Several captains have since come tried to take Tidewater Rock out from underneath myself and my retainers, but they have all <laughs> failed. Now I ask again, what are you doing here? While we're talking, I kind of want to communicate to Lemon to kind of sneak off and see if he can pick the lock on the gate while we're having this conversation. Let me, is that, uh, would that be a bluff check to pass along a secret message? Make a bluff check to pass a secret message. I'll assist. You can't assist this one, I don't think. No. Uh, but I got a 23. You can use bluff to pass hidden messages to another character without others understanding your true meaning. The DC of this check is 15 for simple messages and 20 for complex messages. Sneak off and pick the lock would probably be complex. Yeah. Either way, we passed it. Yeah. So. If you're successful, the target automatically understands you, so Lemon did not need to make a sense motive check. Um, if he did, if your check fails by five or more, you deliver the wrong message. <laughs> Other creatures that hear the message can decipher the message by succeeding at an opposed sense motive check against your bluff check. So, Lemon, you totally understood what Devoth was trying to say to that other guy, Lemon. I'll roll for stealth. I'll I'll remind you that you're currently in a rowboat. I thought the, we were like standing on the bottom of the stairs doing this conversation. The stairs are like. There's like 10 feet of stairs, and it goes right to the front gate. Oh. Like, beyond that, like, it's just front wall of the castle meets the surf. Like, there's no room to, like, walk around the castle. Right. I don't think he's saying walk around. I think he's saying just walk up to the gate and pick it. Right. What I'm saying is there's There's no room for me to hide. If you got right up next to the door, you'd probably be hidden from the people peering over the top of the castle. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. That was kind of my thing. Like, I wanted him... Like, if we're still in the robo, maybe I could, like, provide cover for him, because I'm a big guy and he's a little guy, so he could, like, slip into the water with his new little Yeah, if he gets toy. in the water, and then he can just pretend like he's a floating piece of wood that bumps up against along it, and, you know. If he can... If we can let... If we can get Lemon to slip out of the boat without, like, making a splash, then he could easily, like, just swim under the surface 
to the right up to the stairs or like the the wall that's on the the water line mm-hmm. and just climb up there hidden from sight. Okay. So Lemon, if you are on board for that, go ahead and give me a yeah. stealth check. I'm half expecting him to just be like, "No, I hate the water." <laughs> All right. I I rolled one earlier. It's a 33. Well. Lemon rolls a five on a stealth, and I would not be able to see him with a natural twenty on my perception. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> How ridiculous! Lemon is, is that? a sneaky bastard. <laughs> yeah, he is. I kind of wanted to give him very few talents, but extremely good at them. Well, you did a good job. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he is sneaky and persuasive. That's <laughs> what he does. <laughs> All right. So while Lemon is sneaking off the boat, Devoth is continuing his conversation with Agasta Smithy. He must be pretty formidable with just four people behind uh, your barracks there. She kind of, like, guffaws. You must be pretty naive to think there are only four of us in here. Almost on cue, Lemon reaches the steps. And as you approach the door, you're, like, getting your lock-picking tools out from your vest, which I assume you have. Uh Uh-huh. A slit opens on the door, and you see a crossbow trained on you, and a voice in... Step back, rat. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. I'm going to sleight of hand the uh, the tools back away. Okay. I don't want to. I'm trying to hide that I was pulling out okay. thieves' tools. Like, Pat- I, like I, I'm fine with him telling me, hey, back up. I'll just be like, oh, sorry, my bad. Just going to knock. Uh, pass, passing off like you were like get, scratching an itch yeah. or something. Scratching an itch and then going to knock on a door and he spooked me. Got it. So. Sleight of hand. 24 sleight of hand. He- oh, Sorry. I put my hands up and back away. He doesn't say anything to lead you to believe he thinks you had lockpicking tools. Okay, cool. Just making sure I'm clean. Okay. Anybody on the boat would maybe not necessarily hear the exchange, but see Lemon suddenly back away from the door with his hands up. And just looking at the door for for a second, you would see that there's now like an arrow slit that has been like slid open. I'm going to drop my hands to show that I'm not concerned anymore. What? Okay. Yeah. Another thing. I'm going to sit down by the door. I feel like our <laughs> usual tactic of let's just run our faces yeah. into their fists is like not going to work on this one. Yeah, they got a wall. It's almost like this place <laughs> has a reputation for a reason. <laughs> yeah, right. Damn it, Devoth. We could have had the nerd research a little bit more about this place, find its weaknesses. But you were all like, yeah, it's this great fort place that nobody's using right for us to take. <laughs> it's one of those, if I'm remembering correctly, like, the person that told us about it, or at least I thought it was someone told us about it. It might have been, like, a knowledge check that someone made. But it was, like, that the place had been, you know, left abandoned for a while, but no one had been able to really claim it and make the claim hold. I think what you may be thinking about is the the bit of detail that the location has kind of lost a lot of its value recently because of um, Climate the change. Shackles alliance with Sargeva, who is an ex-colony of Chelyax. And the Shackles actually kind of protects Sargeva from Chelyax, including their merchant vessels. And before that alliance, that was a large amount of merchant vessels that an owner of Tidewater Rock would be pillaging. But with that alliance, the number of available merchant vessels is dropped. It's still a valuable location, but it's dropped to more of a, like an old adage. And oh yeah. I think I remember, I think I remember Croup telling us that like taking Tidewater Rock would be like a nice feather in our caps for going towards earning our mark of. Mm, Yeah, he did say that. 
I remember that conversation. Oh, well, we're here. Well, we know from kind of coming up to it that this tower has enough of a lookout that we're never going to really sneak up back onto the island. They're going to see us coming from any direction. I'm just trying to think if I should continue trying to sweet talk or talk. (laughs) (laughs) Or 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 just say, oh, screw it. Let's go. If I look off to the side and Devoth is like clearly having these thoughts, like Scram's prepping up his body just like... <laughs> Scram, Scram's Hold body on, is ready. Me yeah. what prepping up your body means? <laughs> mage armor. He's Why tough. Why you just say You're mage just like... armor? <laughs> so Scram casts mage armor. <laughs> Does he though? Which isn't suspicious in the slightest. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm already kind of like... Uh, reading Devoth's thoughts, I, I've known him long enough to just say fuck it at this point. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, screw it. Dope. He knows me so well. I'll uh, I'll talking back to Lady Agasta. Well, my lady, it seems that uh, while you've been very adept at keeping yourselves fed and whatnot, and you you do seem to have acquired quite a uh, loyal and looking over at Lemon. An uh, astute group of guards. Perhaps there is an agreement that we could come to that would benefit us both. Make a diplomacy check. I got a 19. Anyone on the boat who can communicate with Lady Agasta Smithy can assist that diplomacy check. Oh, perfect. That's what I was trying to do. I'm going to do that. Oh. Six. Bam. You guys are great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, 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 you gotta be our friend. For, oh, for sure. Mahim, give me a hand here. Because <laughs> diplomacy is his strong hand, suit. Hand. Yeah. Hand not handy. Sorry, Mahim couldn't hear you over not holding back with his natural 20 diplomacy check. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Yes, an agreement. Our external strength and pirate ship and pirates join forces. With your steadfast and stout garrison and fortress, no one will hold us back. Oh, wow. First thing he said in like a month. Everyone is stunned for (laughs) one round. (laughs) Sorry, Lemon, what were you saying? I was thinking, actually, uh, never mind. I want to see if if they seem like they're receptive, I am preparing to jump in with a quick tale of piracy. Unfortunately, you're not on the boat. So what I assumed was the boat was coming up to stairs and the stairs led to the gate that I'm standing in front of. Yeah, well, we've kind of been keeping the boat out a little further so that we could still see the people up on top to talk to them. Yeah, if they took the boat to oh. the stairs, they wouldn't be able to see each other. I'm sorry, I miss I misunderstood that. I thought I was closer than that. My bad. She, she gives you all an appraising look. She says, well, what sort of agreement are you referring to? Well, this isn't really the... Uh... The best way to negotiate terms might be come in and sit down and discuss this over a cup of wine. And pillage you. <coughs> she smiles. She says, very well. I will have you and your crew join me for dinner with one condition. To ensure safe conduct, you will present one of your number as a hostage. The hostage will be well treated as long as your intentions remain peaceful. You leave your hostage on the doorstep and move back at least 100 feet. As soon as she... Finishes that sentence, I put my arm in front of Captain Devoth, and I say, Captain Devoth, this is his <laughs> time to shine. And I point to the mast intern. 
It's the role he was born to play. <laughs> okay. Mast intern says, what? <laughs> I just nod at Devoth. I just nod. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm okay with it. He's, he's going to want some pacing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'll... I'll first I'll, I'll shout up to Lady Agasta like that is agreeable to ensure good faith. Okay, so you guys row the boat up to the stairs. We let Lemon Le- back in the Lemon boat. and turn high five <laughs> on their way past each other. Yeah, I'll, Pat, I'll give him a high five. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys back the boat up, and he looks super happy with the situation. <laughs> I give him a big old thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> he also exchanges a finger sign with you. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, Mass Intern. I do too. He, he should he should definitely be an officer. <laughs> yeah, I think we have to do whatever we can to make sure he doesn't die. <laughs> but I'm tempted to take his place up there. I think yeah, I can survive. He's really inspiring me. <laughs> he makes me want to be a better person. Le- Levin will be the hostage and just slink away when they're not looking. I, that's yeah. what I was originally Yeah, I'll just leave of. at some point. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> so wait, are you guys switching the hostage? No. <laughs> No, master yeah. intern is the hostage. It's fun to talk about it, but we're not really going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, do no, it in it front of very, it... So you guys back up a ways, and uh, the door opens. Away a ways. And uh, two guards and the salt and pepper haired man that you saw up on the battlements <clears throat> up here behind the door. They allow the master intern to step inside, and the door closes. All right, now we've got a man um, on the inside. So. After a minute, Lady Agasta Smithy reappears on the battlements. All right. Your hostage is is being kept in a safe location, and he will be fed and watered. You may now row your boat up to the steps, and a guard will let you inside. All right. We do that. We row on up, tie the boat off if there's any kind of cleat nearby. Yeah, there's a spot to tie the boat off. Like Meanwhile, it has not been easy to keep your boat in place during this whole exchange mm-hmm. like the surf is like roiling it's very choppy it's almost like you're out like in the open sea with how choppy it is like just the like the tidal currents in this cove are just like really wild so uh you enter tidewater rock and we'll see you next week Yeah, that's all we need is a four-armed gorilla Batman. <laughs>